0: The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. this is Lo and this is your new episode of I Love Wellness. Today on the show I'm so excited to chat with her. She is a cookbook author, a recipe developer, a founder of an amazing blog called Dada Eats and host of the cooking like hashtag cooking on today's show digital. So we have Sama Dada on the show. Hi. Hi Lo. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me me too. I love having food people on the on the podcast because uh, I went to culinary school and I focus like heavily on nutrition. We really focus on clean ingredients that Love Wellness in our products. And a lot of those things are food-based, right? Um, But I don't cook a ton anymore because I'm so busy with work. So I I literally love having cooks on the show. So I can just talk about food for a couple of minutes. Who doesn't
1: love to talk about food though, right? Especially now in the times we're living in, it's like, we've got the kitchen, we've got cooking. What else is there to do, you know?
0: Do you cook a lot at home right now or are you mostly like doing takeout because you're just exhausted? You know, I know.
1: Right? Everyone's exhausted. Um, you know, I have been cooking a lot. I actually was cooking more um kind of before I came home to California. I was in New York for five years, came home for the pandemic for a little bit um, because I was testing for my cookbook. So I was literally cooking low, like an insane, aggressive amount. Like I literally was testing scones like seven days a week. It was ridiculous. Oh, wow. I- so you've been doing recipe development the past few months, like at your parents' house? Yes. Yeah, so- <laughs> so- That's so I- no fun. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) we'll see. The good thing is that I have like a full, my whole family can eat what I'm making, right? So I'm not just like alone in New York, like dishing stuff out to friends. And then with the pandemic hit, it was like, so isolating that I was like, listen, I love to feed people. What am I even doing? Like, I can't even feed anyone in this environment. So um, a little mix of both trying to support local restaurants, but also I love, I love cooking and it's, it's a hobby that kind of turned into a career. So I still, you know, love to do that as much as I can.
0: I love that. So that's so cool. So, um, I mean, you have an amazing digital cooking show with the Today Show. So sorry, I sort of like bungled that when I started. I was like, it's called hashtag cooking. (laughs) It is actually called hashtag cooking. So that was perfect. Okay, good. So, I mean, I just think it's really cool that you have worked full time in broadcast television. Like you worked at the Today Show and are you still there? Are you still the lead production assistant and you're an on-air food contributor?
1: So it's kind of crazy because I was working as that happened. that's like so magical (laughs) it was just a crazy situation honestly I was working as the lead production assistant I was actually a page before that I don't know if you've ever heard of the page but yeah but I was a page before that I got a job at the today show as a production assistant and I had this blog on the side that I was literally just cooking like at home like posting my recipes on Instagram and just kind of creating things out like outside of work um and the producer sort of took notice of that and took notice of my blog I'm like literally like the type of person where if I'm freaking out you'll never really know like I really keep it like cool on the surface but I could be freaking out inside and so they asked me the producers they're like like why don't like why aren't you coming on the show as a guest and I'm internally freaking out outside very like because I'm the lead production (laughs) I'm like it's because I'm waking up at four in the morning to come work in the control room all day and then I cook outside of work like and go to sleep at eight so I can do it all over again um that's why um But no, it was just an amazing opportunity. I I got booked as a guest and I kind of started getting booked after that um, and started contributing on on air and then got the digital show. And it's kind of gone from there. But I ended up like parting ways with my lead production assistant job so that I could pursue food and pursue the Today Show in the food capacity that I really loved. But no, I mean, it was an amazing experience and definitely like a pinch me moment for sure.
0: Yeah, that's like very lucky.
1: (laughs) I didn't believe what was happening.
0: (laughs) I can I can imagine how people are listening and like want to have a cooking show. Like, all right, all I gotta do is I see a page, (laughs) then work on the show, then just drop drop notes about my blog. (laughs) Um, so what, uh, is your food specialty? What kind of food do you love to cook?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I know you guys focus on this a lot at, at love wellness, but I focus mostly on plant-based real food ingredient recipes. So, and it's not to be vegan. It's not to be gluten-free. That's not my goal when I'm developing recipes. It's mostly like, I'll look at the ingredients and be like, okay, how can we make something that's minimal ingredients? Like we're going to use five ingredients to make this brownie. And like, you're going to be able to pronounce all the ingredients. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, it's going to taste indulgent. It's going to be like a comfort food, but turned a little bit healthier. So that's what I like to focus on, mostly plant-based food. But that actually tastes good and that doesn't taste like cardboard. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) I fully understand Um, where like I feel like and maybe you've just eaten this way your entire life, but I had a real sort of transition when it comes to food um, a couple of years ago in terms of eating healthier, becoming more aware of ingredients, clean ingredients, what needs to go into food. So there was definitely a shift that happened for me um, in terms of my sort of like food and nutritional awareness. Um, Did that happen for you as well? Or have you just always been focused on kind of like clean ingredients and eating really healthy? Or is this sort of a method that you have developed for for yourself over time?
1: I also had a similar shift for sure. I think I've always been really interested in food. I'm Indian so I grew up cooking in the kitchen with my mom and you know, Indian food kind of it gets this bad rap, right, for being like very heavy, very like you have to like roll yourself home with like your knob, I like, like, you're very, I know, right, but a lot of people do think it's very heavy. But, you know, traditional home cooking and in Indian food is actually very minimal. It's a lot of it is vegetarian focused. And so I grew up seeing that a lot in my own kitchen. But I think I always just had this love for food. But that kind of health focus, wellness focus transition really happened in college. I think I went to Berkeley, I was really exposed to the food scene in Berkeley, in the Bay Area, and San Francisco. And I think, you know, Berkeley has that like granola kind of crunchy reputation. But at the same time, like, that's kind of where I found my love for working out where I found my love for just looking at ingredients and looking at nutrition and, and real food and being like, okay, like, this is actually, you know, gonna make my body feel good. This is what actually makes me feel like I'm energized. And it's, it's not just like, oh, this food is good. And this food is bad, because I don't really see it that way. It's kind of just like, okay, what's gonna make me fueled in the best way possible. Um, And yeah, I think that's kind of where I really had that little shift.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so you have a new cookbook coming out, uh, and is sort of the cookbook and what's in it. Does everything come from the blog? Tell me about the origin of the blog and sort of like, how did you start recipe development? I, I just am like, so interested when people have this kind of background, did you go to culinary school no. or no? So
1: I'm all self-taught and it, it actually really came about as an accident. So I had started my Instagram while I was interning in New York at CNN. I was like interning in TV. I, that was my goal. I wanted to be in broadcast TV and production or as a reporter. I didn't really know know. know how I was going to do that or what I wanted to do there but I also had this interest in food that had kind of been going and brewing my whole life. Um, I started this Instagram as a way to literally just put the photos. I was taking like pictures of all this food in New York. I didn't know where to put it. My camera roll was just getting like aggressive and I was like this needs to like go somewhere. So I started putting it on Instagram and then really didn't start recipe developing until I was in college and that kind of kind of came about like I first was like food styling oatmeal like in a way that was like very aggressive and like pretty and then it kind of spiraled into um you know I ran up against this all or nothing mentality of like okay if I'm healthy like can I not have this cookie like is that not what healthy is and I just didn't like that it didn't sit well with me so I just started creating recipes that had that indulgent feel but were still you know delicious and healthy and used those real ingredients
0: yeah, I love eating like that. <laughs> Me too. <Especially laughs> healthy, yeah. but like a little bit good. Yeah. An example. I have like a raw vegetable salad most days, but I'm not afraid to like put a little fried chicken on. I it. love that
1: for you though. It's or all
0: like about a little that. Like homemade ranch dressing with avocado mayo and almond milk. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's a lot easier to manage i I'll say quote unquote healthy lifestyle long-term if like you still give yourself like little moments of like deliciousness and indulgence but it doesn't have to be like oh I'm eating pizza at every meal like literally I like have a protein shake for breakfast a raw vegetable salad for lunch with like a little chicken on it and whatever for dinner but like
1: it works. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all about finding that, right? Like what works for you? I personally, like, I see it totally, like you said it, like it is a lifestyle choice and it's not going to be a sustainable thing if you're, you know, saying, okay, I'm only going to have like radishes every day of my life and nothing else. Like, you know what I mean? Like there is a really good Finish
0: with balsamic vinegar. Ugh,
1: <laughs> I know. Right. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I think it's such a, a balance. Like I'm eating pizza, but I'm also eating tons of greens and veggies and like making sure that if I'm cooking, like I'm going to cook with olive oil or I'm going to use coconut sugar instead of regular sugar. So those little swaps like are so nuanced, but it really does make a difference in like how you feel.
0: Yeah, I agree. By now you've probably heard me talk about Pros, the world's most personalized hair care, and I wanted to share a few updates since using the custom formulas that Prose sent me. And spoiler alert, it is the real deal. I have been using Pros for the last few months and I can already tell that my hair is stronger and shinier. So I use the pre-shampoo hair mask, which has really helped with hydration. And I love their sulfate-free shampoo because it's so gentle and it doesn't feel like it's stripping my hair or making it dry. Prose knows that there is more to you than just your hair type. Prose has given over one million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. So I was on the quiz, I answered questions about everything from eating habits to how often I do my hair to the damage level to the kind of exercise I get. And it just goes to show that the quiz on the Pros website takes into consideration everything from your hair type and texture, to even your lifestyle, and the quiz gives you tips for how to get specific results. So with our algorithm and over 50 billion formula combinations, Prose determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. Prose also has a review and refine feature. It lets me tweak my formulas for any reason, like change of address, hair color, or my diet. If you're not 100% positive, Prose is the best hair care you've ever had, they will take the Products back, no questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order. Go to pros.com slash ILW. That's P-R-O-S-E.com slash ILW for your free in-depth hair quiz and 15% off. So how would you describe your relationship with food and wellness? Um, Like, I I think I know the answer. And I think the answer is yes, wellness definitely plays a role like in your recipe development and what you do in the kitchen. But like, does eating this way just make you feel better emotionally, mentally, um, sort of what's the connection for you two?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that I try and establish some sense of balance in every aspect of my life. And that is really difficult to kind of, tap at like I'm a very like all or nothing person I do operate in extreme sometimes so I think it is really hard to find that gray area of balance but that's what I always kind of strive for so you know wellness and and eating healthy and whatever that means for you I think it's really just a relationship with with what makes you feel fueled and what makes you feel energized and also yeah, I mean, a lot of it does have to do with your mental health and what makes you actually feel good on the inside out. And I think that's playing like such a, like important role when people are really discovering like that gut mental health, like connection. And I think eating things that fuel you and make you feel good, like that is what's going to let you put your best self forward in everything that you do. So I really think it, all of it stems from, from food and how you're nourishing your body.
0: Mm -hmm. It is like so individual though, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and it comes down to food sensitivities, allergies, things that are hard to see below the surface, right? And so it's, it, it's challenging when you're trying to adopt like a healthy lifestyle, because it's certainly not one size fits all, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I even have friends that have like food sensitivities to a lot of vegetables, right? Yeah. So like, what's that person yeah. doing? You wouldn't think like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> broccoli makes me feel awful, but it does, right? Yeah. So I think it's just really important when you are kind of like going on your own food journey um, to just try to really be in touch with yourself, aware of what you're putting in, how it makes you feel, et cetera, et cetera, because like one size definitely does not fit all. But I would say generally speaking, you know, like a veggie heavy plant-based clean diet is certainly um, gonna make you feel better than most as long as you don't have any like issues with things like that, right?
1: That's so true, I mean, it's is—it's totally individual and it's also very daunting I feel like for some people who they're not really used to eating this way it's like okay like now I have to change the whole style of my cooking or like add all these new things that I'm not used to but I think it's really about like the smaller things and not really subtracting but like adding things you can add one of like your raw vegetable salads into someone's diet like that will help you rather than be like okay I'm like never gonna eat a cookie again like that's not health you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, never eating a cookie again sounds like miserable. Why do you even want to be here? (laughs) But like, um, yeah, I think it's, it's just about sort of like individuality. I'm 34, but Jesus, it took me, you know, 33, about 32 to 33 years, to like really figure out like what works for me in terms of, you know, feeling my best, fueling my body, being able to maintain a healthy weight, et cetera, et cetera. So don't be discouraged if, you know, you're going through a process like this and like haven't quite figured it out yet. Um, and I, I mean, for me, it also took like many years to kind of develop a, a healthy relationship with food and like, and like want and crave like healthier foods. Um, so just like give yourself some time. Um I'm curious, and we sort of were talking about this before we started recording, but, you know, I've become so busy with work and with the pandemic, like I order takeout a lot, even though I like went to culinary school, I like do love to cook. And I think that that's like very common, right? Mm -hmm. We are a generation of ordering takeout. So how do we get more people into the kitchen? Like how many nights a week do you cook?
1: Oh my gosh, Lo, I like, I probably cook like five nights a week, I would say. Wow, I know but but then again it is my job too so like it it kind of goes hand in hand so I think I maybe am not like the best (laughs) example of like a normal person like cooking at home but I don't know I think it's I think it's not banishing takeout forever because like I also love doing that and I love supporting local but at the same time there's a I think just like maybe making it fun like kind of looking at new recipes or looking at new things or maybe even recreating your favorite dishes from a restaurant that you really love or used to eat at before the pandemic a lot I think that's like a fun way to encourage more you know
0: yeah, to be that option. is fun yeah I love yeah <laughs> um so I want to kind of transfer the conversation or shift the conversation to talk about your cookbook mm-hmm. dada eats love to cook it is yep. that the cut, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's it it's coming out in june yep. right mm-hmm. so tell me about the process i'm like very curious
1: <laughs> it is a very long process um i spent about two years writing it um and it kind of all it's really interesting everybody sort of does it a little bit differently but i had kind of a vision for how I sort of wanted it to go. I first kind of set out and like literally wrote like lists of recipes of just dreamed recipes that I wanted to create that I maybe hadn't created for the blog cuz what's interesting about the book too is that 90% of it is brand new recipes that I haven't posted anywhere like either on my Instagram or my blog. So while I was writing the book, I was creating recipes for Instagram and also creating recipes for the book, but I couldn't talk about it. So for 2 years I like kept it under wraps and I was like working on the side on the book and then also creating recipes for Instagram, but I mean it's really just like i kind of had a list of recipes that i wanted to create i went through all of the testing for it um i kind of turned in my book i wrote a bunch of personal essays as well because i wanted to make it very me um i went to new york for a book shoot and that's like really cool because i have like a full team for like photographers food stylists everything that's kind of creating and making the book come to life which was definitely the highlight of i think the whole process because a lot of it is very isolating you're writing and cooking and testing. And I was making my friends like come over before the pandemic and test these recipes and throwing dinner parties to test it. So it's a process for sure.
0: Wow, cool. Since you've been home though, because I know that you've been doing like a lot of recipe development at home, like how has your family sort of like influenced you or helped you? Because I love cooking with my parents. And so I'm sure for you, like in the experience of writing a cookbook, which is like so special and magical, like did you have a lot of like input from them, like help?
1: So with the Indian recipes I definitely talked to my mom about them and I was like listen am I doing this right and I'm always inspired by the way that she cooks and I've grown up watching her cook in the kitchen so that was really special to be able to do that and and share that with her but I like kind of nobody has really seen it I didn't really want my mom to like read any of it or like my, my sister or my dad I kind of want it to be something that like they hold in their hands and they like see and experience for the first time um but cooking at home has been really fun. I definitely have been doing a lot more Indian recipes. It's fun to share food with your loved ones. And I think I was missing that in New York. And I think a lot of people are missing that right now. So I feel really lucky to be able to do that for sure.
0: That's amazing. I love that. Um, yeah, I just I love cooking with my parents. It's such like it's I don't know, it's just like so a really nice, like bonding moment for me. Yeah, it's really fun. Exactly. Um So your book comes out in June and where is your blog? Is it DadaEats.com? Yeah,
1: DadaEats.com and then on Instagram at DadaEats.
0: I love it. Okay, so I have two more questions for you. The first is what is your secret ritual that this is something you do that makes you feel happy or helps you unwind, but you do it in secret? Oh
1: my gosh, in secret? Yeah. Ooh, I recently, (laughs) this is like not really in secret and not that exciting at all, but I recently got like a jade roller. And really, been, Yeah, like, I don't know what took me so long. Like, i have literally, this is not new information. Um, but I've been doing that. And then also, actually, maybe a better thing that I do in secret is I've been journaling, like, I just started like a gratitude and affirmation journal, which I know mm-hmm. sounds like a little, or to me, it felt like really silly and kind of kooky. But it's really helped shift my mindset, especially in days when, you know, I'm feeling down or something is kind of You know, if I feel really busy, it's a good way to kind of unwind and sort of pause for a second and just like observe the present moment. Yeah. yeah, What about you?
0: Uh, so I am it into like hydrotherapy and I feel like it's not secret. Cause I like, it is my secret ritual, but I don't talk like, but I do talk about it on the podcast yeah. and on Instagram and stuff. <laughs> I take like a bath every day. I take a steam shower every day. Ooh. I'm like a freak. <laughs> I love, no, I love that. That's, that sounds so relaxing. Big into hydrotherapy. I love it. If I, have, if I had a cold pool, I'd jump into a cold <laughs> pool every day too, but I don't. Um, okay. My last question for you is what is one thing that you do now that you wish that you had learned earlier?
1: Hmm. I think that this is going to sound like very, um, like people know this, but I think shifting my exercise to more low impact exercise has like really changed my life and like reduced my stress. In New York, Mm -hmm. I was boxing a bunch, I was doing like very high intensity workouts. And now I kind of focus more on like Pilates and stretching and that kind of stuff. And it's really like, brought me like kind of back to my center. And I think that's been a really like life changing thing for me. And I wish I had implemented that in my life earlier.
0: Mm -hmm. I really like that. Um, yeah, isn't it interesting when you finally find exercise that works for you and you're like, "Oh wow, this is like a whole new world." 100%.
1: No, 100%. I like don't know what I was doing for like all of the other years, truly.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. You like you don't have to do high impact exercise all the time.
1: <laughs> and I think like in New York and I don't know if you relate to this too, but it's like there's such a intense kind of atmosphere and energy that you almost feel like you need to be going a hundred miles an hour in order to be yeah. like, you know, with it. And I just feel like I'm, I just can't, I can't do that anymore. So I yeah, no, it's a,
0: okay. a couple years ago when I was like at the peak of my like anxiety, I was going to a really high intensity cardio workout mm-hmm. class, like dance class. And I kept like leaving and like having panic attacks. my doctor was like, well, like exercising like that basically puts you into fight or flight mode. Your body thinks like you're being chased by a fucking bear. So your cortisol levels rising. So like, that's why you're panicking afterwards. I was like, oh. Oh my God. (laughs) And isn't that such like a light bulb moment like with your
1: cortisol and everything. And I was just like, wait a second. So like, I could have just been like doing Pilates and yoga and like feeling so good this whole time. And instead I was boxing my life away.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Turns out, yes. (laughs) Um, Cool. Well, this has been so fantastic. Um, Where can everybody find you online, watch your show, get your book in a few months?
1: Thank you. Instagram at DadaEats. My blog is DadaEats.com, and
0: you can get my book wherever books are sold. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, thanks to my guest, Sama. It's so nice to meet you. And thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, love. So much fun.